That's just ugly. Hola, hermanas. Welcome to Quién es la más. My name is Yi. And I am Braulio. Before we start, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friends about the show. It will help us immensely to get the word out. We appreciate all the support. Thank you so much for joining us uh, for this episode. Today we are recapping La Más Draga, Season 5, Episode 2. We are in Episode 2. We don't know how many more episodes we have, right? But usually there's around 10. So, well, it depends. Because <laughs> stuff happened this this episode that uh, there might be they more than made 10, us but... eat our words. Oh my gosh. It was... Um, shocking. Me las tragué um, completita. Ya estoy lleno. Yes. Me dejaron con la boca abierta. Like, seriously. Like, I was in shock. And I don't know why I did not expect this. I don't know why. <laughs> why do we believe have. him anymore? It was so, it was such a gotcha moment. Yeah. Like, it was just like, why? Anyways, we'll talk about that more in the beginning of the episode what were your uh your general thoughts of the episode was it like a fun challenge for you or did you think it was lacking yeah i thought it was it was a cute challenge especially like watching the i guess the theme that each queen chose to represent them um since it was about like mexican toys who get this I thought that was that was really uh, cute, um, and then we had we had an actual mini challenge. <laughs> um, again, no winner, but we had an actual mini challenge. So at this point, it feels like they're just doing it to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's like they just want to fill space mm-hmm. um and we get to i mean we we notice that because they also give critiques to every single one yeah yeah <laughs> yeah they don't that is a lot yeah that is a lot to sit through being told kind of like kind of the same stuff in, in a way like there's not much that you can tell 13 queens um i but, like, like putting myself in the shoes of the ones who are safe already i'm like just let me sit down. <laughs> let me oh, sit down. Yes. Let me take off my uh, tacones. And yeah, you can deliberate. They're all sitting down. Like the judges are all like, they're just <laughs> reading them and they have to stand there for, I don't even know, maybe an hour, two hours while they go through every single person. Mm-hmm. I cannot. And then I, I kind of did not like the, I know that I said that I liked the judging Um the way they split up the judging, yeah. but I, I don't think it's working now. I feel like we we get the same stuff from Letal now mm-hmm. every single time. Like, it's just kind of like, even do more, do more, do more. Yeah, and even, well, she was saying that for every single queen. And even yeah. if they did fix it, like if they follow the rules as 
oh, who was there was one that that she specifically pointed out about her using um, like a white highlight to highlight her her eyes, and mm-hmm. and she said, oh yeah, she she listened, um, and I think she gave her, I think it was um, Fifi, and that's why she gave her like the top ranking. Um, but even then, like she still told her, told her to, oh, I don't see it. You need to do it more. But then afterwards, she's like, oh yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't work because unless we're getting like a full close up of their makeup, mm-hmm. then we don't understand what she's saying because mm-hmm. we only see it through the camera. Yeah, and they're not seeing it either because they're pretty far from the stage. You need to be close up in order to see the details of of the makeup. Yeah, yeah. Like, if this was a makeup challenge, I would understand. But just going in on all the makeup every single... Like, mm, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work as well. Um, unless she would go... The only thing I can think of is if she would go into the workroom and maybe just give them, like, a little lesson or something. That I think that would have been a better way to implement mm-hmm. the, the makeup portion of the show or of drag. Um Remember in the first few seasons, um, they had like um, guest people who would come and like help them with the makeup, with the wigs and stuff like that. And they don't do that anymore. Yeah, no, they kind of uh, they kind of lost that, I guess. And they just focus on other stuff. But um, yeah, let's get into this episode. So this week is full of surprises. On the second episode of La Mas Draga, Paper Cut enters the competition, and Uma Kyle is dragged back from hell to, to compete again. In the mini challenge, the queens have an opportunity to win immunity in a game of trivia. This week's challenge is La Mas Juguete. Fifi está is named La Mas of the Week, while Santa Lucia y the Selfab are Las Menos. They both battle it out in a lip sync to 123 Go by Belanova. The Selfab becomes the actual first queen to be added to the drag altar, where she will be remembered. So the Sale is the first one. <laughs> The actual first one. Doesn't that suck? Like being like, yay, I wasn't the first one. And then now cut to second episode. You are the first to go. Yeah. Anyways, let's start with the beginning where we we are introduced, which we saw in the last episode in the in the ending that paper cut came out of that coffin. Mm-hmm. And he's back in the competition. He's officially back. And so we're introduced to him. Um, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I think it's a good idea. I since it's uh, our first a drag king drag queen that comes back from uh for another season um i i mean i always liked paper cut so uh i'm glad to see that he's back and want to see what he has to show um apparently some of the queens felt differently as we'll see or we'll talk about later for the for the camerino next Yes, we will. And then, um, so we are introduced to the challenge, which is, again, La Mas Juguete, where they're to present a look that is representative of their drag, plus implementing uh, not a 
what is, what is it called? Like an antique toy, I guess. Like a Mexican antique toy. Yeah, like a hand handmade very or without the use of like technology. Yeah, like very yo-yo, like very simple mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so yeah, we're introduced to the challenge, and then we hear from Rogelio Suarez, which is a new person on the show that apparently, is kind of like thinking, apparently, yeah, because the new Pepe Del. he replaced Pepe Del yeah. on the season, yeah. and um, he's fun. I can say he's fun. I don't know if I love his energy, but I I I feel like he brings at least some uh, liveliness um and he goes backstage and gives the girls a surprise and us a surprise because i was convinced that this person was gone she he brings back uma kyle mm-hmm. and um yeah so she's back again <laughs> in the competition um so yeah how what what was your thought on this i was like what <laughs> Um, like we were saying earlier, this this is what we were alluding to earlier that, um, I mean, the tradition continues that there are no eliminations in the first episode of the season, um, which that's, that's not what they led us to believe last time, but here we are. They took it back. Yeah, I think they should have, and it was so badly done. It was so not even. There was no anticipation. There was mm-hmm. no. He literally just went backstage, grabbed her, and tell and told everybody else she's back. That's literally what happened, mm-hmm. and it, it was so anticlimactic, so like not a production. Um, they could have implemented some kind of challenge, True. maybe you know, like do a kind of like a mini challenge where she has a chance to get back mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. but no, it was, it was so lazy. So, so lazy. Just like drag race. Remember drag race? They brought those, um, Diabetti and, uh, Orion story mm-hmm. when they got eliminated and they just brought him back. It's like, Oh yeah, you're back. It never worked. I don't think it works. It just, it just leaves you like, why? Yeah. Like asking why? Yeah. It's like, not doesn't make sense anyways good for her she is back and we get to the mini challenge um where they have to answer trivia questions mostly based on the show and kind of kind of questions that have to do with things i wouldn't say they were based on the show at all no it was like some 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 questions were like left like they were just from out of nowhere it was a lot of like questions like clinical reproduction questions oh that's true oh yeah because it was it was sponsored right it was sponsored by the yeah (laughs) how could we forget yeah the brand so obviously they were gonna implement that into Mm -hmm. the mini challenge so there was all this was all just a commercial and they covered them in poop (laughs) yeah it was like this was so weird. Like, imagine being a product and selling it and, like, asking La Mazdraga if they can, you know, promote it. Yeah. And um, they decide to make your product be correlate or have some kind of be thought of as something that where you, you, it, it just, they, they used something that looked like poop. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
to promote the product. But imagine being the CEO of this company <laughs> and seeing that they implemented <laughs> this into your product. You're like, what are they doing? But um, yeah, so that's what happened. Anyways, they they did a trivia and um, none of, nobody won. They had a chance mm-hmm. to to win immunity. Yeah. So whoever won... They were going to get immunity. Would, yeah, they would get uh, an immunity um, forum from a lip sync, I believe, right? So, yeah, what did you think of this whole debacle, this whole, like, mini challenge? I mean, just the fact that there was no winner, it sucked. But I think um, the actual... I know they could have had, like, a tiebreaker after that. Like, they didn't have another... So the way that it happened is they... They had three three of them at the end, right? So they, everybody kind of failed the questions. Three of them passed. And then they asked one more question to see whoever got the right question, the right answer, they would win. Mm-hmm. But they none of them got it. None of the three finalists got it. And then they just said, nobody wins. They could have had another question. Like, really? You're not going to like try to get a winner? It was yeah. just... I feel like they don't want anybody to win. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. I mean, it wasn't a total waste of time just because um, I think the questions were were fun or just having them like have fun or not covered in whatever that was. Um, but yeah, I mean, the results of the challenge was no, no. Yes, it was like they're always trying to mess up their drag. Like literally, they, they're like, "Why did they have to be in drag for this? Why?" <laughs> That's true. I was thinking like their poor wigs, and um, I think hidden mistake was wearing white, and I'm like, "That's not gonna come off." Oh no! So imagine being on the La Mazraga and. You know, you're, you're well, like last week they were saying, oh, the designers never come through, whatever. And now they're destroying their design. So <laughs> who's doing more harm to these queens? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyways, yeah, the, the mini challenge was a waste of something that could have been really cool. Um, but it, it was funny. Like, I, I will say that it was funny. Like, their answers were funny and stuff. But I feel like if they, if they would have had a winner, it would have made it worth it. Mm-hmm. Um all right, so we move away from the mini challenge, and they they keep uh, well. They go back into the the caverino to get ready, yeah. whatever, right? Um, and some of them kind of get into this. Um, well, they get into the topic of do you guys agree that paper is back? Mm-hmm. And some of them don't. Some of them are saying that he has an advantage over them. Mm-hmm. But then they also come up with the, some of them are also, so the way that the, they cast the, the queens, that some of them were already had, somebody, some of them were revealed before the rest of them. So there was, I think, like three of them that were already known to be casted. And then the rest were just kind of secret. Um, they were secret uh, bef- and until it aired. So those three that were already casted, obviously they could go around and do whatever and, you know, ask for designers to make their clothes without being worried about being discovered. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, that was kind of what they were saying that Paper Cut had over them as well. So what did you think of this? Because I, I thought it was very interesting that some of them um, had a problem with it, but but they also had, but they didn't have an issue with the other queens having 
an advantage, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I want to talk specifically about Santa Lucia because apparently her and Paper Cut are good friends. Yes. And Santa Lucia expresses that like she feels offended that Paper didn't tell her that she was going to be on the show or that he was going to be on the show, even though even though Santa Lucia did disclose to Paper that she was going to be on it. Um, and which Paper is like, well, I had a confidentiality agreement just like y'all and I couldn't tell you. And to me, it sounded more like more like Santa Lucia wanted paper to help her get an advantage over the other queens, uh, like coming right into the competition by like paper, I don't know, giving Santa Lucia either like hints or um, advice on what to do, what how to present herself stuff like that like any any kind of advantage and it sounded more like she was mad at paper for not helping her with that kind of stuff yes that's what she said but then paper also said that he was busy he had, he yeah. was touring he, he couldn't really find the time and plus it 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 comes to light that he did send her money yeah he helped her in that way because he couldn't do other stuff for her. Um, so he did help her in financially, mm -hmm. which is big. I mean, you know, not a lot of people, uh, you need money to be on this show. So it's, it's really big and not everybody's going to do that. I don't know. To me, I'm, this might be, you know, my uh, wrong take, my wrong reading on this situation, but it seemed like she was just, she was, she was like, this is my moment in a way. Like, this is my moment. I'm talking about Santa Lucia. Um, and I don't like that you're here because then I have to share this moment with you mm -hmm. in a way. Like you're, you already had your chance. Like, let me mm -hmm. do it. Let me uh, shine. And there was a little bit of that kind of like insecurity. Some of the um, other queens were definitely saying that. Yeah. That they just felt like, okay, you're from season four. So give season five to us. Yeah, and it did it, to me. I don't know. I would not be mad at somebody because I, if I would understand that they had a, a, a to sign an NDA, I would not be mad at them. I'd be like, yeah, I understood. You didn't have to tell me. Like, I understand. Yeah, and plus, you gave me money. Like, so to me, exactly. it, it seemed like she was pissed about something else. Like, it was mm -hmm. like she was a little just like, why are you here? You know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but they made up. Yeah, they they made up afterwards. They hugged it out. They hugged it out. Um, hopefully she doesn't get any paper cuts. <laughs> but um, what did you think about the other girl saying that paper cut didn't deserve to be there? Or I mean that he had an advantage, which is true. I think obviously he does have an advantage. But what did you think of that? In some ways, sure. But at the same time as uh, who said Raquel, the new judge expressed during the... Um, Retro alimentación. She, she says that they're going to be more harsh on paper because of because this is his second round. So it's it, it has his advantages and disadvantages as well. 
Yes. But I feel like that one of them made a good point. I think it was Peke. That some of the girls, like I said, like I think Liza, Lisa, she's one of the girls that had already been known to be casted because they cast publicly, right? And not only that, but she's connected to Pepiteo. She's been on their YouTube channel. She's very well connected in that way. So she has an upper hand against them in, in that aspect too. She has resources. And um, and that's just part of the game. You know, some people come in with with more advantages than others. And it's just about who kind of takes those advantages and really uses them. Because at the end of the day, yes, you might have more money. But doesn't mean that you're going to yeah, that your ideas are going to be good, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just part of the game. I feel like yes, y- they do have an advantage, but that's not a bad thing. It's just the way that you have to navigate. Um, it's like life, no? Some people do have advantages, some people don't, and it's just up to you to really make the most out of that, uh, out of this experience in the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Did you have anything more to add to this scene or anything else that you wanted to talk about? Um, no, I mean, they ended up this scene with in, in the Camerino. They just, after they got over this um, paper cut thing, then they just started talking about their personal lives and like their tough childhoods. And Yes, hidden, hidden story was really... I gotta say, like that was that was, that was touching. Yeah, um, they just had a little cry together and offered support for each other. Yeah, we, we you know it goes full circle. They always start off fighting and then they end up hugging um, until next episode. Uh, all right, so let's go into the challenge. The challenge is la mas juguete. And first up, we have Aisha Dolls Kill. What did you think of this look? Um, I like the idea. So, so she, Aisha's doing like a balero, right? Um, which is typically made of like wood. Uh, so I like the 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 idea of it. I just I don't think the execution. Um, for example, like the bare chest, I think it ruins the the effect. But yeah, I mean, you clearly see the juguete that she's representing. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like production, right? Like it's like a cool kind of reveal kind of thing that she does. But um, is it like super fashion or I don't know. Am I like super into it? No, but I think she did a good job in doing the challenge, which is to you know to implement that kind of uh, the toy into into her drag. Um, the next one is Isabella and Catalina, the twins. What did you think of the twins here? Uh, so they are representing luchadores, right? And they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had some choreo um, throughout the time that they were on stage. They were uh, wrestling and and stuff, which was cute. I think that's what kind of we wanted from them last time, right? We yes, yeah, because last time they were mostly just walking around. 
Um, so this time they, they went a little further, probably uh, the nerves of being the first time on stage went went away and now they had they had props and everything. So yeah, that was that was cool. Um, the looks are, are nice as well. They're a little plain, but I mean, you clearly can tell that they're luchadores. And, uh, yeah, it was it was fun. Yeah, I, I appreciated their their um, routine. I think it was really cool the way that they choreographed it. Um, it was fun. It was not taking themselves too seriously. Like they showed that they have the ability to do more than just you know walk down the runway. Mm-hmm. And the looks were were cute. They were really cute. I do think one of the one of the judges mentioned that it was missing a little bit of the the luchador, just a little bit. Like it was maybe too cartoonish in a way, or uh, it's kind of superhero mm-hmm. um, and less um, luchador, but it did have those elements, which it, it did. If you look at it and you see some of the details, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, it brings yeah. that. So, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, is it my favorite? No, but I, I think they did a really good job. Um, the next the next one up is the sales fab. And the sales is representing a titere, so... A, um, a puppet and uh, or a marionette kind of thing uh, I wish the um, like the dress that she was wearing was more traditional of what a like a Mexican titere looked like this I was like is she trying to be like a I don't know like a cake topper or something um, it's obviously a titere because of the, the strings right but I don't think the mm-hmm. dress said that. Um, it just read more Barbie-ish. The only thing that she did for her makeup was like the mouth to make it seem, and she didn't do a very good job of <laughs> moving it like a like a puppet. <laughs> so yeah, I think just the idea was there, but yeah, lacking in execution. Yeah, I think one of them said it. One of the judges said it well that she didn't move like a like a marionette. She mm-hmm. was kind of more moving like a doll instead of a marionette. And the dress itself is, I don't like it. Like I just don't think it's it's a nice dress. I don't think it's mm-hmm. a cool dress. Um, I just don't don't get. I like the bow. That's the one thing I do like the bow. But that's pretty much it. I don't really like the rest of it. It's just kind of flouncy and doesn't really. I don't know. It doesn't really do much for me. It's just a regular dress, and why not have like a like marionettes are more? I don't know. They have uh, more of a design to them. No, it's not just like a plain dress with with a bow on it. Um, yeah, I agree. She she just needed to sell it better. The next one on the runway is Fifi Esta. What did you think of Fifi? This was like the most inventive <laughs> uh, look tonight. Uh, I mean, the whole performance she had. That was really cool. Um, so she had like uh, another, what'd you call it? Like a puppet or I don't know. It was tied to it. Um, it was like a cutout. Yeah, but it, it moved with her with as she moved it moved like it was punching her so she was like a, a boxeador a boxer and uh 
um, yeah, it was really cool how she thought of that. And I really liked her makeup uh, because she put some like like drops of blood uh, around her her nose, her lip, and so it gave that effect that she had she had been boxing this wooden puppet thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this was a really cool look. Yeah, I agree. It was one of the ones that really stood out. And obviously she won the challenge, mm-hmm. so the judges enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it, it it's it's a really cool idea. It, was it a little clunky? Yes. You know, it's hard to move in, obviously. Yeah. But I, I I really love the the fact that she went for it. And, um, and she sold it. Like, she was very playful. Mm-hmm. Um... I guess the outfit would be the only thing that I'm like, it's not the most amazing thing, but the whole thing together, like the fact that she just put that together really made for a great presentation. And I think that's a lot of the times what matters on this show, because sometimes that you can have a great dress, but they're always asking for like more and more and more. And why aren't you, you know, flipping and doing twirls and doing some kind of presentation and i think this really played to to what they look for um so i think it was it was really good and i love the shoes that are like boxer shoes but they're still boots like they still have a heel on it that's that's really cute mm-hmm. uh, all right so the next one is greta white she came in what are you what do you call these um in spanish is a matatena but it's jacks Jacks, there you go. I actually really love this look. I thought it was really streamlined, not too uh, tacky. Where a lot of some of these looks can, uh, a lot of these looks went. Um, I thought it was really streamlined. I, I love the fact that she didn't, you know, just put everything on and say, oh yeah, she could have just glued a whole bunch of these things to it and, you know, just gone way overboard. But she had that one big piece on her hair. I love the color scheme. Um, She didn't sell it for me. I think she could have added something else um, to her presentation. Um, But I love the dress itself. I love the design. What did you think? Um, Like, it's, I, I like it because it's playful, and I like the colors, the co- color combination, the color story, but ultimately, like, if you just see that, uh, it's like, what? I mean, we know the theme is, is toys, right? Who get this? But I don't think you can really tell from that. Um, I think it's a little too simple to portray that. Um, I don't know she could have had a dress that's more uh, three-dimensional where she's wearing one of the little jacks things I don't know something something more um, as is I mean it's fine and I like you said I didn't really like her presence on stage she, she was like acting all bratty and I don't know where that came from no i don't either i think if she would have just sold it as a model mm-hmm. it would have been she would have sold it like even more mm-hmm. like she doesn't have to do all that just kind of like if you're a model she she's the one that says she's a she's like fashion right high fashion really, or something yeah. yeah just sell it just be you know be be fierce on the runway and i think they'll appreciate that more than something that you're just kind of putting on um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. The next one is Hidden Mistake. I did not get this reference. Um, 
I think she was some kind of uh, reference was hidden. <laughs> it was very hidden, and it and I didn't get it, but I think it was uh, some kind of drum. Mm-hmm. Tamborín de madera. Tamborín de madera. Yeah. So this is really cute. I love it. It's I, I don't know how, but or why. I guess I know why, but she she reminded me of Sifer, and and we find out in this this episode that she is from the house of Sifer. Yeah, she. Um, I mean, she said it last time too. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. she did. <laughs> Maybe that's why I was like, "Why does she look like that?" But no, yeah. So it's just totally like something that Sifer would would do. I don't know if if Sifer designed this or what, or they both kind of designed stuff together. But it's very that. And I love it. I loved Seafair last last time, and this is really cool. I just wish I would have gotten the reference. Yeah, I mean, if you look closely, you can see the elements if you compare it to uh, Tamborín de Madera. But, like, for example, like, the, the balls, they, the Tamborín usually has, like, two little um, strings, and at the end it has balls, and that's kind of what you use to, to drum it. Um... But yeah, I mean, just looking at it, it's kind of like, because you're looking for that shape, right? Of a a drum. And Mm -hmm. it just doesn't have it. So yeah, you kind of get lost. But it's it's a really cute look Um, without taking taking that out of it. I don't know if it was the best for the challenge, but uh, I think the the look is, is really cool. The next one up is the last person that was eliminated but came back Uma Kyle is up and I didn't like this at all to me she was maybe the worst um I just don't get this I feel like it's just it's just literal it's too literal like I don't I don't like it what did you think? yeah it's literal and it's ill-fitting the execution was not there the color combination and like the strips of fabric that she had they didn't look good at all um yeah this was pretty bad um she could have gone something with even if it didn't have that structure that uh that the pirinola has i think that's what they call a little uh dreidel thing um she could have like written those things like on the dress um instead of having just like a bucket on on her yeah this was this was pretty bad yeah it doesn't tell me anything about her has no unique point of view mm-hmm. um the next one up is light king what did you think of light king we already had a piñata <laughs> <laughs> last week um i don't know is it cheating to use a piñata because is it really a toy i don't know that it's a toy but um i mean the the look was well made uh i will say that a lot of the judges pointed out that she just had too many ideas too many com- not completely conflicting but too many things going to on in, in the dress because she had like the the calavera, the skull, um, and she had 
um, the piñata elements. You get uh, also free Frida Kahlo. So it was just kind of all over the place. Yeah, she was representing the LGBT. Like, was, if you have to explain it, as she had to do for the judges, <laughs> then something's not right. Why not just be just if you're trying to do LGBT referencing the flag or whatever, do a just a rainbow piñata or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that would have been better. Or yeah, it would have gotten the point across better. <laughs> and then they came out with a sign that said something. But don't forget your your childhood or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it was just written on a piece of paper. Like literally, like she just got a piece of paper and got a marker and wrote it on there. It's kind of <laughs> it was just like why? Like don't even bother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the next one up is Liza Zansuzi. She is I don't know what she is. I don't either. I know she comes out like in a in a veladora, no, like like a candle. Yeah. Um, but then she comes out of the back of it, and I don't know. She's dressed in like like basket weaving, um, which I think is traditionally made out of like palma, like palm trees. But other than that, like I, they referenced that somebody didn't go along with her routine did you notice that like one of the venenos um i remember them saying something but i didn't watch it again <laughs> so i don't i'm not really no i, didn't I just get think that she didn't really just the fact that we didn't notice that it means like she didn't really include them in the staging of it all so why even have them up there in the first place yeah, it was uh, it was an okay look. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't like I think the best part was just to reveal that she had that kind of like the vela. So she came out of like this box and it had smoke coming out of it. Yeah, it was like a vela. Okay, like candle. yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, the next one up is the returnee paper cut. What did you think of paper cut? So paper cut is representing uh, I think they call it a molinillo, like a pinwheel. Um, looking very Willy Wonka-ish as always. <laughs> yes. Um, it's a cool look. I think it's just too literal. Like it has the same problems that Uma Kyle's had, but obviously the execution is much better. Um, but yeah, I don't. It's not that not that clever i will say but it looks super well made definitely got that fourth season money yeah i i think so too like it's it's just really it's cool and the only thing is that if you take those things away the the um the fans then you wouldn't know what the outfit was Mm -hmm. or what the reference Mm -hmm. was so i think it I think he should have incorporated some of that into the actual outfit. Yeah. But I liked it. I think it was, I mean, it served a little bit of drama on the stage. Um, And I don't, I don't, I personally don't have a problem with the makeup. I feel like he does change up the makeup with different colors, but I think he's always going to have that white face. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've ever seen him without that white face, but we'll see. I mean, Letal did mention something to him, so we'll see. Um, The next one up is Peque Valderas. What did you think of Peque? 
Peque is representing a trompo. Um, which is, how do you say that in English? <laughs> like a, uh, a Beyblade. <laughs> a Beyblade. An old school Beyblade. <laughs> Um, a, uh, like a spinny top kind of thing. I don't know. But anyway, that's what she's doing. Um, I think I, I like the reveal look much more than um, what she had actually representing the item, the toy. Because uh, that just seemed like badly made, badly dyed, or painted, whatever. Um, I feel like it would have benefited from having more structure uh, on that piece. Because um, typically it's made out of like wood, so it should look like wood. And uh, But yeah, I mean, the element of the actual reveal, pulling the string and and all that that was that was cool um i do think that the the reveal look um it looks like she ran out of string or material uh like in in the back because you can just see her booty yeah i didn't get the the to me the styling of it was off like the the big necklace like the hair Mm -hmm. It was just off. Like, I like the idea, the fact that, like you said, the reveal, that was cool. But yeah, it's kind of poorly made. It it was still effective. Like, it did work. So that's, you know, that's really good. But the fact that the styling is just off for me. Like, the glove, the opera glove, the big necklace, the hair, it's just, to me, it's just not, it's not pleasing to my eye, personally. I do like the dress. I just think the styling could have elevated the look more. Um, the next one and the last one is Santa Lucia. What did you think of Santa Lucia representing a yo-yo? I only know that because she's spinning. Yeah. Uh, Barely spinning. Yeah. Like she was just... I don't... Um, why, why is the color element like striped and like Beetlejuice-like? And it's very messy. Yeah, I don't know. It's very messy. Um, like I said, you can only tell it's a yo-yo because she's spinning the whole time. But other than that, it's like, again, this this was one of the worst. Literally, I'm looking at it right now. Do not get where the yo-yo part is. <laughs> like, why do a yo-yo if you can't do a yo-yo? <laughs> you know, why choose that? You're just setting yourself up. <laughs> yeah. So... Anyways, so the winner is Fifi Esta, and the two menos of the week are Santa Lucia and the sales Fab, and they do the lip sync to that Bella Nova song. It was a cute song, um, and uh, the sale the sales ends up being the one eliminated. All right, so what did you think of the winner? Did you agree or? Did you disagree? And did you like this lip sync? Uh, I think Fifi Estelle was the top for me. So I'm glad that they recognized that. And the ones who went to the lip sync, honestly, they could have thrown in Uma in there as a third lip singer. Because <laughs> uh, I didn't like her look either. Uma Kyle could have been... 
could have taken somebody's place in the bottom. The I think the lip sync they both kept up with the energy, um, so it wasn't totally flat. Um, I do think Santa Lucia was more versatile and she worked the stage more, um, whereas the sales just kind of stood in the same spot and waved her hands around and stuff. Um, so yeah, I can see how the sales ended up eliminated. She just didn't give enough, and compared to to Santa Lucia, which was get which she was giving a lot, a lot more. Um, so yeah, rest in peace, um, the sales. She didn't she remind you a little bit of Trixie? I mean, I know that it's always like. By the way, can I might just I don't know because I feel like a lot of girls, a lot of queens are trying to be the. I'm the doll mm. or like they all have kind of not all of them, but a lot of, a lot of uh, Queens are inspired by dolls and it's going to be hard to not compare you to Trixie at some point. Um, I don't know if you should even do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> at least do some other kind of doll, like maybe a scary doll or something, but like she literally has that kind of same aesthetic and it's very like, girl, are you, you doing this just to, you know, to, appeal to those fans or which i'm sure trixie is not the first one to do it either but she is the most popular one she was the more prominent one um that's who people got to like i personally wouldn't do that if i was you know i am a drag queen but if i was (laughs) i'm not gonna be inspired by by something that is already so well known and try to do that you're just gonna get the just the makeup and the aesthetic is so it's signature yeah, 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 exactly. So it's like you could only do it a certain way. Like you can totally tell, okay, so this is what she's trying to do. Um, yes. But I was going to mention, what's her name, the new host, Maka? I uh-huh. really hate the the cynicism <laughs> with which she says, Será recordada o no? Like that's just ugly. Like I don't, I don't understand why she feels. And I don't know if someone told her to say it or whatever. But I don't like that. Like just it was. I think it's in the script. I think she just probably delivers it. Could be, but it dry. wasn't there before. They only said "se recordada," and then they go to like their little sad moment where they're they say their goodbyes, and I don't know. That kind of cuts the intention of that moment when she says that yeah i get it i mean it does it does seem like you're kind of like saying you're not going to be remembered mm-hmm. or oh she is saying that yeah. right that's pretty much what she's saying so yeah she's saying you might be remembered or not which is true it is true it's just the moment or maybe in the wrong tone the, of voice exactly it's in in bad spirit to me so we're gonna we're gonna write a letter to the producers. Why are you writing these scripts? <laughs> you know somebody shady wrote that. You know somebody shady backstage is like, yeah, I'm gonna put them porque some of them don't. We don't even remember these. We don't even remember them. So like, they va a poner ahí que no like, like yeah. You know. I don't know. I feel like maybe it was Maca's choice to bring something or put put her own stamp on what they're doing there. Well, you can watch that one hour behind the scenes episode that they always post. 
and maybe find out. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here at Quienes La Mas. Tell them where they can follow us. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Quienes La Mas, where you can see the looks of the week. And we have our email address, which is quieneslamaspodcast at gmail.com, where you can write us, um, ask any questions, comments that we can read on the show. And yeah, please don't forget to rate and subscribe. It helps us a lot. We would appreciate that. And where can they find you, Yee Yee? You can find me on TikTok. Yes, I'm a TikTok Instagram influencer. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but you can follow me on TikTok if you want. It's at Yes, It's Yee Yee. So yeah, thank you so much again. And we will see you next week where no one will get, well, probably will bring her back again, <laughs> oh, no. right? That's what's going to happen. I'm sure. Or Guajardo's going to come out of Ooh. another coffin. Something. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Um, bye. Adios. And they covered them in poop. <laughs> <laughs>